Hello and welcome back to Nerding Out with Blizzy. It's the very first episode with the new name. Uh, check out all the different socials now. We have changed quite a few of them. Our Twitter is now at nerdout underscore podcast. Uh, make sure you check that out. Uh, YouTube channel is just Nerding Out with Blizzy. Spotify is Nerding Out with Blizzy. So everything else is just normally Nerding Out with Blizzy if you search that. Or sometimes if you just search Nerding Out, it'll pop up. But welcome to episode number two of season two. Little tutu action. We have a awesome special guest with us today. Before we get into our special guest and what we're going to talk about, I just want to say thank you all for the support on the first uh, episode of Season 2. It did fantastic on YouTube, I believe, last time I had checked, and it's been a while since I've checked. So as I'm talking right now, I'm going to check it. It was up to about 20-something views, and then um, we had gained over five new subs on the YouTube channel, so I appreciate that. Uh, it's up to 30 views, actually, as I'm looking at it. And we've also hit 20 downloads on the new episode, so 20 of you guys have decided to download the episode, so I appreciate you guys. Um, but let's go ahead and get into episode number two. Again, this podcast is just everything, movies, TV shows, esports, gaming, whatever you want to think about. It's just kind of a mix of everything now. But here we go into episode number two. Let me go ahead and introduce our special guest. He is, in my opinion, the best Rocket League player that I have seen that is uh, one of my close friends. I don't have a lot of Rocket League friends that are amazing. He's definitely one of them. He uh, is the best-looking man wearing a blizzy polo. Ladies and gentlemen, Soaped Bar, welcome to the podcast. Hello. So happy Good to have you. you. So happy yeah. to have you. I wanted to throw in that uh, best looking man in there with that Blizzy Polo because I want you to know that the Blizzy Polo is no longer available. So you might cool. have a rare piece of uh, clothing there now with you. Glad to hear it. <laughs> Welcome onto the podcast. I know you're a big Rocket League fan, so I uh, we're going to hit Rocket League pretty hard today. Um, yeah. Once you go like kind of into detail real quick about like your Rocket League almost career in a way, because I know pretty interesting story with you in college in rocket league so yeah um so i i started playing in 2017 um didn't really get into it until like 2018 though um so i went to a, a local college in kansas city or a local uh, high school in kansas city and it was right down the road from uh, the first college that i went to which was park university and um I knew one of my friends has parents that work at Park University, so they kind of knew a little bit about the esports program, and right. that's how I found out about that. Um, ended up signing with the Rocket League team for a year, and then took a semester off and got a coaching position with Missouri Western, which then turned into me playing, and now I'm here. Nice. Yeah, I knew you talked about, we talked about it on stream a few times now. It's just, I I think it's interesting because, like, a lot of esports, like, colleges-wise, I know I went to um, community college in Springfield, Missouri for two years, and they had sent us emails about the fact that they're starting esports, and I just found it extremely interesting that, like, even high schools, I think, are doing some, like, there's some high school esports nowadays that I'm yeah. seeing. And I feel like it's yeah, just, a... it's just growing. Right. Um, biggest thing I had seen too is the fact that it's not just one game. Like I feel like it used to be a lot of like one game esports. Now it's, you know, ventured off into Valorant, Rocket League. I'm trying to think like what else. Call of Duty sometimes, but um, yeah. Um, the big, the big three I think are, or I guess four: League of Legends, Overwatch now valorant and rocket league yeah league of legends is the one i was forgetting that was the one that almost yeah. always has some type of esports 
Um, do they have the college you go to? Do they have other esports, or is it just Rocket League? Yeah. So the current college that I go to has League of Legends, Overwatch, Valorant, and Rocket League. Is there any like, ha- like I'm assuming that they do like tournaments and stuff like that? Is there like, has anybody out of those three like won any major championships or anything? Um, League of Legends has won. They won the league they were in last semester. Outside of that, I don't believe so. That's not bad though. I mean, do you know how yeah. long? Do you know how long they've been around? Um, not entirely sure. I feel like it's probably something. I mean, I'm gonna say probably within the last five years for almost yeah. every esports type of thing. Because I don't, if I'm thinking right, I don't even think Valorant's over five years. Maybe it's right at five years, probably by now. But so Valorant yeah. probably is newer. Right. And then I know Rocket League goes, I don't even know how far back. What was the original, do you know off the top of your head what the original Rocket League name was? Like the game? So there was a game before it that was Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars. That's what it was. Yeah. (laughs) It's one of the greatest names. (laughs) One of the greatest (laughs) names of all time. Yeah. I've watched a YouTuber that, I think he did it on his Xbox like 360. I think he went back and played it or something like that. Um, I don't remember exactly like what he actually did, but he had gone back and played it. And I remember looking at it and I was like, it's crazy where it was then and where it is now. Yeah. Do you have a esports team that you support in the Rocket League aspect? Because I'm kind of, I'm not familiar with it. I have watched a few times, but I'm not like totally familiar with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, so obviously being a Kansas City native, KCP, right. they're an Oceana team, but still support them. Um, outside of that, I love uh, Optic. Okay. I didn't even know they had a Rocket League team. Yeah. They added one pretty recently, I believe. Yeah. I followed, um, followed a little bit of the Kansas City Pioneers kind of like run in the OCE, but I know that, you know, big time difference there it's their games are right. like 4 a.m 3 a.m or something yeah, so it's hard it's hard to watch theirs but i do know that they're pretty successful for oce from what i understand yeah they're doing pretty good um i think there's is there another like one other really big oce team that i'm forgetting but is it vitality maybe no um no it's ground zero that's who it was yeah yeah so I, I saw I saw that they had like a match with them or something and it was hyped up on like the Rocket League Twitter page and stuff like that. Yep. But I think I, I I enjoyed watching like when I did watch, of course, you know, one of the most legendary, if not the most legendary commentary clip of this is Rocket League came from the esports, and I think it's one of the most legendary. Yeah, uh, that was a pretty good play. That was um how many years ago was that? That had been years oh, ago. Cause that's in the actual game now, isn't it? As like one of the quick chats. Yeah, it is. That's crazy. Yeah, I remember watching. I don't. I don't think I watched that live, but I remember Twitter freaking out about it, <laughs> talking about how like big of a, big of a uh, what is a commentary that was. Yeah. Uh, I want to say that was 2018. 2018. Jeez. And like right now, that doesn't feel that long ago, but it's 2023. <laughs> We're already right. a quarter of a way through 2023. Um, is there going like is there something that you prefer in Rocket League as in like solos, like one v ones, two v twos, three v threes? Um, I'd say I'm more of a two v two guy 
right now. Is that just so like when I play threes, I hardly ever play threes, but when I play threes, I feel like it's a little hectic. Is that are you more of a twos person because of the fact that it's just, you know, you and one other person? Or is it the fact that, you know, you have to sit there and play threes for if you do if you're doing competitions and stuff like that? Yeah, I think it's more of the I'm playing three v three all the time, right? So it's just kind of a change from what I'm normally doing. Yeah, because I mean, there's no it's all three v three for competitive, right? Yes. For like tournaments and stuff like that. So yeah, that's I mean, what, I, keep go ahead. Oh, uh, so obviously I know there are some like one v one tournaments that some of the uh, casters put on, but oh, okay, so it's like a custom tournament type of type of deal. Yeah. Gotcha. And is there in your opinion, I don't know if it's an opinion based or if it's actually like factual. I like I said, I'm not familiar with a lot of you know Rocket League esports. Is there one player that's like the scump of Rocket League? Um, I know Justin was a big name, but I don't know if he was like amazing, amazing. As far as like. Who's won the most? Turbo Pulsa has, I think, four world champions now. Gotcha. So that's the essential of like the scump of that league, kind of. Yeah, I'd say so. Gotcha. And I haven't watched as of recent. Are they doing a current thing right now? Like a current season? Um. Yeah. So the uh, the winter major is coming up. I think, um, yeah, April 6th through the 7th. Oh, gotcha, okay. That'll be like, uh, that's their next biggest one or whatever? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, Is there, last question I'll ask about Rocket League, is there, like, another game, in your opinion, that matches Rocket League to you? Like, is there another game that you get on and you're, like, enjoying as much as you do Rocket League, or is it just you're strictly Rocket League? Uh, I am pretty big on Valorant, too. Okay, so have you yeah. been playing a lot of Valorant recently, or just in general? Just if you're not playing Rocket League, it's probably Valorant. Recently, I haven't really been playing much at all. But um, in the past, if I were to go back, maybe maybe a week or two, I'd say Valorant was probably played more than Rocket League. Okay, are you making the switch to become a pro? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a stretch. Come on. You can do it. Does, does uh, the college you go to have professional Valorant? I, I don't know if you said that already. Uh, they, they do have a Valorant team. There you go. Good tryout. You got it. I believe in you. I know uh, yeah. I know the Monarchs that I am a part of has... They have like a U18, I think it is, Valorant team, and I cast it sometimes. And when I'm casting it, I'm like, yeah, I could, I could, I could make this team. And then I watch them yeah. do something insane, and I'm like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> something, I'm good. I'll just keep casting. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of them, but haven't really watched them play. Yeah, they. I think they're going back and starting it up soon, because I know I cast, uh, I believe, tomorrow. Well, obviously, when this podcast comes out, for any of those watching, it is not going to be tomorrow, but um, I cast tonight and tomorrow. So I'm curious. I'm missing out on the Rocket League ones, unfortunately, on casting, because they're on Wednesdays, and typically on Wednesdays, we have basketball practice up until 6 so oh, yeah. I'm teaching my student. I'm coaching my students until about six fifteen, six thirty. By the time I get home, and their matches start at six thirty. But I am excited. I get to finally cast the uh, Valorant team. So it's just funny yeah. that those are the two games that you play. <laughs> yeah, works out that way. 
All right, I wanted to go over, um, first of all, appreciate you going over kind of like your history with Rocket League and stuff. Because I, I personally, I play it, but I don't follow the esports side of it a lot, and I haven't really heard anything about it. So that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, of course. Um, I wanted to talk about, and I know me and you both are streaming and streamers and, you know, stream when we can type of deal. I know busy with school and stuff like that gets in the way quite often. Right. Um, there's a big thing going on, and we talk a little bit about this of uh, Twitch versus Kick right now. Which one do you stream on? So I currently stream on Twitch. Have you um, uh, considered the move to Kick? It's something that I'm very much considering. Yeah. Yeah. I've uh, I, so I've streamed on both. Um, I have a tweet right here. I'm gonna go ahead and break this tweet down for you. And for anybody listening, this is um from Nick Rich on Twitter at Nick Rich on Twitter. It's uh instead of an I for Nick, it's a one. But good uh good friend of mine, part of Kansas City Pioneers. But he made a tweet that said the amount of streamers get per gift bomb on Twitch versus Kick. So five gifted on Twitch is twelve dollars and fifty cents. Is how much the streamer gets. Mind you that that costs twenty five dollars for somebody that gifts it. A kick you get twenty three seventy five. Already a big difference. Think about it again twenty five dollars is how much you pay to gift a streamer five subs. Your twenty three seventy five is how much you make on kick. Ten gifted is you get twenty five dollars from Twitch and you get forty seven dollars and fifty cents from kick. Twenty five gifted. Twitch, you get $62.50. Kick, you get $118.75. 50 gifted from Twitch is $125. But if you get 50 gifted on Kick, it's $237.50. And then the big one, 100 gifted. If you get 100 gifted, it's $250 on Twitch, but it's $475 on Kick. Those are, those are the breakdowns. Of, that's just gifted. Like gifted subs, right? Uh, I'm curious to see in the future. Like, I don't. Th- from what I've seen, and I could be completely wrong at the time of recording this. I don't really know for sure, but I don't think Kick does anything like bits. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, if- I saw something. I think they're looking to add something like that, but I don't think they have it yet. Okay, that's what I. I didn't know if they had that yet. If they were adding it, but so Twitch is only two ways of real income is gifted and then obviously just subs. But right. if you look at the five gifted already, twelve twelve fifty is what you get from Twitch, twenty three seventy five. Again, that's twenty five bucks. So right. I think I think I don't know. The stuff that I've seen has been pretty crazy. Have you so like I know you have considered it. Is there is that the main reason or is the main reason just the fact that you think, you know, Twitch might fall off? Um, it's a big reason is that split. Um I think it's it's tough because I know there are people that don't want to like have an account on on Kick even if they're not like a streamer. Right. I think it's the things they've seen on Twitter, and I think Nick posted about it the other day, and uh, somebody commented on it and was was talking about how it's a front for a gambling website and all that. Yeah. Just a lot of misinformation, I think. Yeah, and that's the thing that I think social media is kind of like painting. And that's why I actually said this yesterday on stream is like, I would make the, I was streaming on Twitch yesterday, but I was talking to my chat and I was saying, you know, I would definitely make the switch to kick. It's just, you've seen all these things of people watching porn on kick. People are pulling up the entire super bowl and watching the super bowl on kick. So right. it's like, I don't know what my, that becomes a worry for me. Cause then like does kick, 
protect you. Let's say, again, if the Super Bowl is happening and I want to stream it on kick because Aiden Ross is streaming it on kick. Like, is there something protecting me if the NFL comes at me for it? Or, like, right, I, yeah. it's just, it's just like, I don't know how, like, the behind the scenes of kick yet. Yeah, I'm not quite sure either. Uh, for, like, Twitch, though, you know, you're always, the only thing I don't like, like, I mean, there's a lot of things I don't like about Twitch, but mainly the thing is that it always has DMCA, so at least I know that <laughs> that's why my VODs yeah. are getting taken down and stuff like that. Right. Um, but with Kick, it just like you said, you're seeing these things on Twitter that have negative towards it. So I don't really. It, it's hard for me to switch yet. Yeah. And I don't know what what is your opinion on like some of these big streamers? I know you've seen Aiden Ross switch. Um, they they're announcing apparently five new streamers by the time this podcast is out. They probably have already announced it. But what's your opinions on like the bigger streamers switching over? I think it will definitely bring more people over and I don't know, maybe change their views on on like how Kick is operated and all that, but I think we'll have to see. Do you see Twitch at all switching what they do? Like switching, uh, you know, maybe more in favor of streamers making more money off of gifteds or just subs in general, or do you think Twitch stays the same? I think if if it becomes a problem with viewership and and the viewership dips that much, I think it could change how Twitch looks at it. But yeah, and I feel like right, really I feel like Twitch right now is like the the highest tier of like that's your go to. Like I know when I get on my PC, my go to is either YouTube or Twitch. Right. And if I'm going YouTube, I'm obviously going for videos. I don't really go to watch live streams. But if I'm going to Twitch, obviously it's only live streams, and I typically go and find either the people I follow already or you know, try to find the category I like. Yeah. And I've seen with Kick, too, and I don't know if you've kind of noticed this. Actually, funny enough with, again, bringing up Nick's name again, um, he was, like, on the cover of, like, or the featured streams or whatever. And sometimes when I go in the featured stream section, they typically are not just, like, you know, viewers or people with 60,000 viewers. It's it's recommending, like, people with maybe, like, 40 or 50. Right. Um, Where Twitch, it's... That's I think the big biggest complaint with Twitch is how hard it is to get discovered on Twitch. Yeah, well, and I think I think Nick had also tweeted, or maybe I was in a stream and he talked about it, but he I think he said he was like the tenth streamer on the COD category on Kick, whereas on yeah. Twitch he'd be like uh, three pages down or something like that. Right. Yeah, it's the discoverability. I think. I, I mean, yeah. with it still being, I streamed. Um, the other day I streamed MLB The Show on it, and there's not a lot of people streaming MLB The Show right now because there's not a lot of streamers on that ca- on that platform. Yeah. Um, and so I know whenever I was streaming it, I had probably about six, sometimes even ten viewers, strictly because there's not very many people streaming it. So I think the discoverability right now on Kick is, like, now's the chance if you want to become big on this platform and this platform does take off, now's your chance. Right. Um, I think it's just a lot of, like you said, you know, Nick was 10th on the Call of Duty list, which is a big game, but all it did was take him to just stream on a different platform. The discoverability yeah. goes right up. Um, is there anything, like, stream-wise that you think that Kick is going to do, or even that maybe Twitch might do to bring back their viewerships or anything? 
Um, I don't really know what else Kit could do other than maybe adding adding bits, but right. I think if Twitch wants to keep their viewership up and keep their streamers that they have signed, then they're gonna have to change something with the uh, sub split. Yeah, I think their big yeah their biggest problem right now. I agree with you is definitely like sub split. Yeah. They still they still have like big streamers Shroud XQC you know Nick Merckx all of them are still like streaming for them but like I don't think it's gonna be long before some of them consider the switch yeah um I don't remember who I don't know if I was talking who I was talking to in chat about it but talked about subathons um Ludwig did a huge subathon I believe it was Hondi's I was talking about this with but. You're seeing all these people, Ludwig do a big stream, he did his subathon, and then not even long after, he ended up switching to YouTube. Um, Kai Sinat, who just did a big time um, subathon that has shown interest on switching. Yeah. So it's like, I think it's because to you, I mean, subathon for a big streamer, they make a lot of money. Right. So that's why they make a lot of money. But if you think about that, you do a subathon on Kick. Where if you get a hundred gifted, you're making almost all of that money. Maybe you're losing twenty five dollars compared to two hundred dollars. Yeah, I think it's just like you said. I think it's crazy to that. That's what that's that's what Twitch has got to do to keep it its platform up. Yep. But all right, I think other than that, man, I feel like we hit that pretty hard. And then talking about the esports thing again, very interested. I hardly ever talk about rocket league. So I think it's always very interesting to talk about it and, you know, to get some more knowledge on the topic. Yeah. But I love talking about it. I appreciate you coming on to the podcast. Um, is there any socials or Twitch or anything like that you want to plug before we end it? Um, twitch.tv slash soap bar. That's about it. Awesome. Well, if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you're listening to this on, um, make sure you go follow him on there. On YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, I will have it linked down below. So be easy for you just to click one little button and drop him a follow. But other than that, Soap, I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Nerding Out with Blizzy, and I'll see you guys next time.